It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, August 10th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Shauna, do you want to give a shout out to the people who... Yes, please. Yeah. That's pretty um, cool. So I am doing this. I mentioned this yesterday, but I'm doing this this ride. It's called the Great Cycle Challenge. And uh, so I'm just riding 400 kilometers throughout the month of August. And then it's raising money for kids' cancer, essentially. And so I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, and all of a sudden, I am now at $3,890 crap. raised. Um, and just to put this into perspective, uh, my goal was $500 <laughs> because I don't really like asking for donations, especially right now. Like people can't afford it. I know people can barely afford to put food mm-hmm. on the tables. So I was very hesitant to even ask anyone to even do this. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Even if I raise a couple bucks, it's worth it. And I knew my family would probably give me some money. So I said, let's, let's do it. And then, yeah, I just happened to mention it and put it on my socials yesterday. And uh, yeah, $3,800 wow. was raised. Most of that by friends of the show. So that's phenomenal. Thank you guys so much. That is unbelievably generous. Honestly, that, uh, it's, it means a ton. So it's not often throughout our history as a show when we have solicited for donations for anything, but the few times that we have people come out in a big way. It's crazy. Like with our friends Ukraine charity when he raised 10,000 bucks in a day from our listeners. Yep. Or this. You know, I, put it 30, who knows what you'll be at by the time this is listened to. I know. But it's that's crazy. incredible. Um, yeah, so honestly, thank you guys so much. That means a ton. And you can continue to donate through the month if you feel you, you want to. And again, if like a dollar helps, right? So yeah, it's uh, very cool. The link for Shauna's donation page is on the last podcast. Yes. So if you go to the August 9th podcast, that's episode 1473. Yep. Uh, it should be there in the description for you. Or on my social media as well. On today's show, we play Frig, Mary Kill with bands this time. Uh, a conspiracy involving certain brands of smartphones. And a unique religious feature that Shauna's oven has. That and more after your Out of Context clip of the show. I have a very close relationship with butts. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was visiting with a couple of friends when I was back home last week, and uh, they're looking at buying a townhouse in Toronto. And it's this awesome, like, older, completely run-out townhouse, and it's right by Greek Town, which is a really cool area. And uh, the townhouse itself is $2 million. <laughs> so they make a lot Holy of money, crap. needless to say. Um, or $1.5 million if they agree to let the lady who lives there live there for the rest of her life. What? So this is the stipulation is that it's $2 million or... They, if they let her live in essentially for the rest of her life, then they can they can buy it for one point five billion. So they're seriously considering doing this. And How old is the lady? Yeah, I want to say already a bad question to I ask. Know, I know, I know. I, I th- she's older. I think in her eighties. Okay, I think. Um, but this is something that is not that uncommon anymore. I'm finding out. Isn't this the plot to Ozark? <laughs> it's part of Ozark. Is yeah. It- <laughs> 
but it's a thing that is coming more and more. Co- oh my God! And they are seriously considering it because they can afford 1.5, but they can't afford two. They luckily know this woman. She's actually a neighbor of theirs now, so they've gotten to know her. So they know that she's not completely insane. Okay. And I guess she'd be living in like a separate suite-ish. That was going to be my next question: Is she just like in the house with nope. everybody, or does she have her own? She has quarters? her own space, I suppose, uh, which obviously makes a big difference as well. So they're like, yeah, I think we might do that where she can live out the rest, which is so the whole idea is insane. But then I got thinking about it and I'm like, I would probably do that. Like first, I'd obviously want to get to know the person and interview them and stuff. And if I got along with them, I mean, to save $500,000. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this in terms of when I was renting when I was single yeah. and I was like I would live in a crappier place to not have roommates because I did not like living with roommates I yeah. would way rather have my own place mm-hmm. um, but you're right there is like a real dollar value to this as well because yeah. when she dies they'll have saved $500,000 they could turn around and sell that place well they said they were like it immediately is worth that yeah. right like you have to remember they're like it, it basically the minute we hand over the money we have made $500,000 because so when you put it in those terms yeah for half a million dollars would you let an old bird live at your house for the last few years of her? yeah I probably would yes. in that case yeah absolutely and again for them it's easy because they do have kind of a separate area for her I guess and what I would do is probably make it a full out suite right mm-hmm. being like yeah. are you cool with it, like a full out separate suite and I, she probably would say yes and then yeah great you live down there and we'll be up here and then Jeez, even if you cook meals for her, $500,000. Honestly, I was honestly going to say, she probably isn't living that long, but I don't want to say that. Like, that's horrible. So then you have to have a bit of an interview with her. So uh, tell me about your parents. How old did they live to be? (laughs) How are you feeling these? Are you moving well? Uh, 23 and me. Would you mind for me? I just want to check out. You know what? And if you need a ride to the doctor, do you have any doctor's appointments coming mm-hmm. up? Do you have any conditions? That we should yeah. You want to go try to feel it? Or? Like, do you have 20 years left with this lady or do no. you have three? You don't know. I really like scary movies. If you hear a lot of just <laughs> scary things all, all of a sudden, it's not that we're testing your heart. Or How insane is it that that crazy. market has gotten so crazy that people are considering these weird like death agreements with elderly homeowners? I know. It's like, and it's not even it just like there. Riddle. If you start looking into it, you'll see that it's way more common than you think and oh. it's yeah again that's where we're at right now it's hey? how you afford a house <laughs> podcast there was a poll that came out from abacus data yesterday showing that prime minister trudeau and the federal liberals have their lowest approval rating since form- forming government back in 2015 mm. wow and this comes after we talked about this when you were away last week shauna but uh, the projection from 338 which had the conservatives with a 47-seat lead on the Liberals, I think, if the election were to happen today. That site is now showing a 50-seat lead. Of course, none of that really matters because it's not election season, and that is the only poll that counts is your election poll. But right now, things are not going well Mm -mm. for the Trudeau Liberals, and I'm sure that there are some meetings happening within the government and some people who are getting a little panicky. Totally. Um, I I looked this up. We have never made... Justin Trudeau sexy. Are you serious? Or any variation of the federal liberal party or the, this current federal government. I mean, they've been in power since 2015. That's as long as we've been a show. It sounds familiar, but we've never made... Yeah, I went back and I looked through our archives and we've made wow. hundreds of things sexy. We made, you know, certain policies that they've introduced sexy. Okay. We've made, like, 
you know, made Jason Kenny sexy one time. Yep. Provincially, but okay. <laughs> so not Trudeau. How could we forget? How could we forget? But we've never made Justin Trudeau All sexy. Right. Maybe he doesn't need any help. Maybe that's the problem. Oh. Uh, you want to give this a go? <laughs> it sounds like they need our help yeah. right now. Should we make Justin Trudeau sexy? sexy? Ooh. Should we do this in English or French? I can go both ways. Ooh. I see you're PMing me. Prime Ministering, that is, not private messaging. <laughs> if you like, we could dress up in costume, do a bit of role-playing. I had the exact <laughs> same one. Oh, Give you, it like, to me. you like to play dress-up. <laughs> I like a little bedroom role-playing myself. <laughs> the fact that we both went there. Oh, it's I have a very close relationship with bots and a great respect and admiration for bots. I see your caucus hangs a little to the left. So I discovered yesterday that my oven has this interesting feature called Sabbath mode. Sabbath mode. Have you heard of this before? No. I, I saw that and I was like, is this seriously to like just make people not allowed to be like bake on Sundays or something? Like what is Sabbath oh, mode? I bet that's exactly what it is, is well, it? Yeah. So I clicked on it and it disabled a bunch of features. I was like, oh, that's exactly what it is. It's so that you can't bake anything or use your oven on Sundays. But then I was like, is that all it's about? So I looked into it and I looked on Whirlpool's website because it's a Whirlpool appliance and it says... During Sabbath and religious holidays in Judaism, there may be restrictions on certain activities that can extend to the use of appliances. So Sabbath mode allows people to use their household appliances without violating religious laws. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I know, depending on how one adheres to the Jewish faith, like some people will go to incredible lengths to avoid doing anything that might be considered work on the Sabbath. That's crazy to me. Like, that you need... I, do we need... I, I can't believe that's necessary. It depends how seriously you take can't, your holy book's rules, right? Like, can't you trust yourself to not use your own oven rather than having to fully disable it on Sabbath mode? Well, I wonder if it, op- if it offers any options where you could, like, you know, queue up a meal the day before. Oh. And then you technically haven't done any work, right? Actually, it does. It says it disables the length of time your oven can be on. Okay. So you could warm something, I guess, from the day before. Because normally, I guess, those ovens will shut off for a safety or whatever yeah. if your oven's on too long. And it disables that. So I guess... It's so like 11 o'clock the night before you can get her all set up so that technically you're not... Because wow. did you ever see... Bill Maher made a documentary years ago called Religious where he just shows like how ridiculous religions can get around the world. Yeah. And he spoke to one guy who had like rigged up his entire house so that he could like operate lights, light switches and stuff without doing any work on the Sabbath. Crazy. And that's obviously an extreme example. But that's... Most people don't go that far, I don't think. But... Okay. Um, yeah, that's... I mean... I'd never heard of that in appliance before, nope. but it it makes sense. I just saw that. I was like, this is completely ridiculous. And of course, when I first saw that, my mind went elsewhere as well. When I when I saw Sabbath mode, I thought of Black <laughs> Sabbath, and I was like, yeah. I just picture Terry mode going yeah. on. Terry hears this. Sabbath mode, yeah. We're going to make a casserole. Woo! Let me see your horns. Put the bees in there. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Beckler along with Shauna. Although I don't think this one is all that outlandish. Oh. There's some pretty strong proof. So people who use, say, a Samsung phone over an iPhone, mm-hmm. they often, they're often very defensive about it, right? On both sides, I think people are fairly defensive. But you're right. Samsung, I find more so. I think they feel like they have to justify it more yes. because the iPhone kind of is the standard, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. So it's like, no, this is a better phone. Look at the photos that it takes. Look how much better my photos are. And in fairness... Some of my friends who operate Samsung phones, their photos are incredible. So this is what this conspiracy has to do with. Okay. I came across a video on TikTok of a guy showing, he claims, I guess there's all these people that have claimed, and he was trying to prove that Samsung uses AI to make your photos look better than they actually are. Interesting. And the example that they gave was a photo of the moon. So I guess like Samsung takes incredible night photos, incredible photos of the night sky and the moon and stuff. So what he did is he took this like blurry white circle of paper and took a photo of that against a black backdrop and the phone recognized it as the moon and filled in all the details of the craters on the and stuff. So, you know, you take this photo of the moon because your photos never do it justice, right? You're like, the sky is incredible tonight. You take a photo and it's like, oh, it looks like crap. But the Samsung phones, I guess, they will recognize what you're looking at and they'll fill in all the details and make this incredible photo. It's crazy because I feel like both like both phones probably do that to a certain extent, but Samsung maybe more so cuz I Apple does that too. Like for, I well, I know they do it for sure on uh on FaceTime. Like I am not as good looking in person as I am on FaceTime. The camera no. that shows I was like, "Oh, look at me today." It's like yeah. that's cuz they're it's like smoothing everything and oh, it's yeah. yeah. It happens all the it's the oddest thing. actually we have friends yeah, with phones, and it'll be like, use my phone. It takes better photos, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, oh, and it is. It's because it does that. It kind of blurs in and makes you look prettier than you are. Yeah, wow. without you even knowing about it. Yeah. So, But I thought that was a pretty Greasy. egregious example where it's like That's it wasn't nuts. a photo of the moon at all, and it made it the moon. Wow. So, you know, a friend of mine, we were camping one time, and he took a like a a long exposure of the night sky and the photo was just incredible and now I'm wondering if that was a real photo at all or if it just recognized it as the sky Jeez. and filled it all in on its own. Hmm. On the plausibility Man. scale, Shauna, how many 5Gs out of 10 do you give this one? I'm going to give this one like 29 5Gs out of 10. It's basically a sure thing, That isn't might it? be one of our highest ratings yet. And Shauna Podcast. Here's another Frig Mary Kill scenario, as I like to call it. Yep. Uh, we do this for different things. Though. I do okay. enjoy this game. I'm going to jump right in here. So, bands. Okay. So, get get in the idea of bands. So, what band would you love to kill off? Okay. <laughs> what band would you love to hear more of? Perhaps they, they died or broke up too soon, or maybe they still exist, but you just want to hear more from them. And what musician would you marry? This kind of really is a Frig Mary Kill, isn't it? It is. Yeah. We did genres recently, didn't we? We did genres. So this is more specifically. Bands, yeah. Or musicians. Kill off. Um, My answer is going to be tainted here just because I've worked in radio for so long. Okay. There are some bands I come in and I hear every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I'm probably good on this band, you know? Yes, yeah. And I'm going to say either the Red Hot Chili Peppers or Our Lady Peace. Yep. And both of them have made some great music, some important music, some songs that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. but I'd be okay if I didn't hear that going forward. That's fair. <laughs> so. That's fair. I was even going to say maybe Nirvana. 
Yeah, Which, yeah, right there. It's just like there's such a bill. So many people are like, are you kidding me? But it's but, just that we've we've played them so much, and through every like every single station uh, they play all the time. And, and you've only it, ever worked in rock radio, right? So I you've have, like so every rock genre. Nirvana is just the staple, yeah. of course, right? So I'm I'm kind of. Over I worked in country and top 40 for a bit, so that was like, I had a short break from those bands, mm-hmm. but they've been kind of ever-present. Uh, the other one they? is Poison. Uh, <laughs> because of Cliff? Because of my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm good to not hear Poison anymore. you got to listen to some of Poison's deeper cuts. You Do put I? on a song like Something to Believe in, that is a heater. Okay. All if right. you're just listening to Unskinny Bop over and over again or Every Rose, yeah, yeah that'll get tiring. But, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, what was the next one? Okay, what band would you love to hear more of? Again, my answer is complicated here because, you know, like my favorite bands, I consider Zeppelin to be one of the greatest bands of all time, but the fact that they stopped when they did is the reason they're the greatest it's true. band of all time, right? Yeah, you have to think of that as so, well. You're right. If I, if they heard more from them, yeah. would it be bad? Mm-hmm. Would I want to hear that? Fair. You know, it's true of many of my favorite bands. Um, there's an ele- Australian electronic group called The Presets, and they put out an album every you know, four or five years, and it's always just the best. And every time I hear it, I'm like, it sounds I've never heard before. That's cool. And I'm always so excited when they have a new album. So I'd say the presets. Interesting. Uh, For me, Mac Miller, uh, he died Mm. recently, and I've started listening more to him now, and I'm like, oh, that's too bad that he died so young. Recently? Uh, Yeah. When did he die a few years ago? Yeah, four or five, four or five. I guess that's not recently. 2018, five years ago. My bad. And Avicii is another one that it's funny because I started listening more and then he died recently and I was like, oh, I would have liked to hear more. A gone too soon answer is a good answer. Yeah, those ones are good. The other one I thought of is like Bob Marley. Mm -hmm. But then again, as you say, like, would it just kind of, would he have lost relevance and we would be like, man, I don't like this anymore. If you got to hear like the stuff from later in their careers, would you feel the same way about them? So sometimes it's good to go out on top. And then the last one, what musician would you marry? You could pick anybody. (laughs) Well, I married a lovely small town girl, mm-hmm. um, and country music is just full of smoking hot small town girls You're who right. can sing. Even like you could keep it just in Canada. There are so many like up and coming super hot Canadian yep. singers. So one so of them? Just you one of even, them. You don't Take even care pick. which. Like they all look good to me. And one a lot of them, them sound good. the same. Yeah. So <laughs> one of the crazy hot country singers on the way up right now. Okay, there you? we go. Uh, maybe Justin Timberlake. Okay. Seems like he has a good sense of humor and would be fun to to marry. Yeah. Um. Or slash, but he's too cool for me. Way too cool. He's too cool for any of us, if we're being honest. Yeah. Right? Like I would just disappear beside him. <laughs> yeah. I can't even see you. No. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Any good responses to that on the text line, Shauna? Uh. Well, Lance said, "Oh my God, Beckler, the red chili, the red hot chili peppers." I agree, hundred percent. And then he was laughing. He said, Shauna, really poison? <laughs> yes, okay. I've heard too much of it from my boyfriend. Uh, but he said, I would off the bare naked ladies. I would bring <laughs> back Freddie Mercury. He left us too soon. And marry well. And then he says, Adele, and has money signs in brackets. You would never work a day in your life again if you were married to Adele. That's totally true. Or like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd be very wealthy. Totally. Totally. I feel like that would come with its own set of problems, but... Yeah, well, that's oh well. fair. That's fair. <laughs> I did get a name from this person, but they said basically, like, you know, I, I mentioned the Chili's and OLP and stuff. It's basically how all, the, the case for all classic rock. Like, y- these bands have been around forever, and the songs were so big. Yeah. And you've heard all their singles so many times. Totally. He mentioned, like, Aerosmith and ZZ Top and ACDC and stuff. And... 
I agree with you there. Like anything that the classic rock stations play, yeah, it's some of the best music ever written. But I've just I'm good on it. When you, you hear know? it over and over, it's yeah. But if you take any of those bands and go deep into yep. their catalogs, like you know, if I'm listening to Zeppelin, I don't want to hear Immigrant Song again. I don't want to hear a Whole Lot of Love again. I want to hear like Achilles' Last Stand and how many more times and songs like that. You got to go deep. The crazy thing is though is that radio stations are based around the theory that people do want to hear those songs over and over again. So, yeah. Obviously, there are people who do want to hear the, the hits <laughs> over and over again. And there are stations that have tried to go deeper. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work for them. Yep. It's, familiarity is key, even if it's it, it's instantly recognizable as, okay, this is an ACDC song, obviously. Yeah. But it's not Thunderstruck. It's not TNT. I'd yep. rather hear one of those, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. And uh, then Mel messaged he said, I'd kill Bush. I want more <laughs> from my Mother Earth. And I would marry Dan Mangan or Ryan Goldemond from uh, Mother Mother. And I have to be honest, uh, the Ryan one I didn't see. I was like, Ryan, really? I don't, I don't get it. He's got that sort of like, you know, weird skinny European thing going on. You know, yeah. that he's... I suppose so. <laughs> I asked Mel. I said, I said that I was like, really, Ryan? Like, don't get me wrong. He's a good-looking guy. Just he wouldn't be my. It's just a strange choice to me. You know. But anyway, uh, she said he reminds her of Billy Idol. Yeah, it's true. The and guy I was like, looks just like Billy Idol. Totally. That's yeah. really funny. And when I, I was like, oh, okay, I get it then. Yeah, he's he's got that Billy Idol vibe for yeah. her. So, okay. Yeah, that's true. There's also something about if you really love the music and maybe yes. she's a huge Mother Mother fan, then Absolutely. the artist is just that much more attractive to you. Yeah, you're right. He does have the rock star thing. It's just, I, yeah. You know, there have been musicians that I've seen on stage where I'm like, my God, you're good looking. Yep. And then they come down on stage, you see him after, you're like, oh, no, you're just pretty average. Yep. You know, but just it's the band. It's the grandeur of being up in the band. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's something real special about it's that. True, yeah. There's also something real special about Shane Holmes and the way that they can customize your home to make it just perfect for you, just special for you. Yes. Affordable customization is something they offer. Um, normally you think that, you know, to customize a floor plan, that's going to cost you an arm and a leg. That's something reserved just for the wealthiest, wealthiest people who design their houses. But no, that is attainable for you too with Shane Holmes. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So we, at the beach we go to, out in the water, there's like a floating dock that you can swim out to, and there's always a bunch of teenagers out there. Yeah. And they're always engaging in a bit of horse play. Oh, it's yeah. All pushing into each end or the other end of the water and that sort of thing. It's all all very flirty, right? Oh, yeah. Tina, you remember that when you were yep. young going swimming? Yeah. A little bit of flirty horse play oh, in the water. Oh, yeah. Horse, a little, a little roughhousing. <laughs> yep. So uh, I'll swim out there with my boys and Brigham will be like, there's so much horse play out here. <laughs> Horseplay is such a funny term. What's man. happening under the water? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little oh, tomfoolery under there, I think. Y'all. Horseplay is an odd term, though. Such right. a funny term. Right? Especially when it's written like on the official rules posted by a pool. Yeah. You know, say no horseplay. Like, I don't. What is horseplay? Specifically, what is that? What yeah. is it to you, Shauna? I mean. Is it trying to push each other into the water? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just kind of messing around with each other, you know? It's, that's again. That's not very specific. Well, that, Messing around that with each term other. too, and fooling around. Like, yeah. what do any of those mean, really? I don't know. When you think about it. What? Be a fool, fooling around. What? They're all pretty broad, aren't they? Yeah, they're totally oh, pretty broad. Open to your own so, interpretation. I mean, this isn't really an etymology request because I'm sure it's just kind of like rough play, you know. Yeah. But specifically, what is it? I don't know. I haven't spent much time around horses, so I don't. Is that how they play? Yeah. I looked into it a little bit. Uh, So horse used to be used to describe anything that was big and strong. 
Okay. So horseplay meant strong play. So a little stronger than non-strong play is what we're talking here. So there's there's play, soft play, Vancouver Vancouver play, and then <laughs> we get into that's arts and crafts, that's, that's gentle, quiet absolutely. play, right? Yep, that's no touching, I'm sure. And then you get a little rougher, a little a stronger. Rougher, get some horse play going. <laughs> you want to engage in a bit of strong play? Yeah. What? Not soft? No, no not weak play. We're talking the strong we're talking. play here. I'm using that from this point forward. <laughs> they were doing a bit of the old strong, strong play, play, if you know what I mean, right? Mm, yeah. the, old, the, old. the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So a friend of the show, William, asked me to look into this etymology, uh, and it's of the phrase grounded, used as a punishment. So okay. when you're grounded or confined to your room or whatever, he wanted to know where that came from and why we say grounded when you're when you're punished. So not the version to be like grounded, you know, in your beliefs or something or no. in your... Or even like the electrical term. Yeah, not but that, but like the grounded, grounded. as a okay. type deal. So uh, it's from the 1940s. That's when it became the most popular. Um, and it meant to deny privileges then. But prior to that, Dickens had a different word for this. He just called it room ridden, which is really oh. funny. So you'd be room ridden if you got into trouble and you were stuck in your room. Yeah, that's what Dickens used. Uh, and from then, we got to grounded. And grounded is super simple and I never really thought about it, but it comes from aviation. So when you fly an aircraft, if a pilot is prevented from flying due to misconduct or illness or some technical difficulties with the aircraft, they are literally grounded. So confined to the ground. That's what that meant, is that you are grounded, confined to the ground, and just as you are for punishment, confined to your room, grounded is used in the same way. It's so simple. Never thought of it, though. So many of the etymologies that we've done come from the nautical world. Yep. Come, they're sailing terms, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think we've had many that have come from aviation. Not so. many. No. So that's really cool because, yeah, it's just one of those things that, yeah, I've said so many times and you talk about so much and I just never had thought of it as, well, of course, it comes from planes being grounded. Yeah. Oh, she can't come out. She's grounded. Yeah. She's got her wings clipped. She's got her wings clipped. <laughs> She was Stuck bad. She was bad on the air. I just picture Top Gun all of a sudden. Tom Cruise was bad. He's grounded. I'll also be using uh, room, room ridden. ridden going forward, I Please think. Please do, yes. yes. <laughs> Bo, you're room ridden. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were just talking about the origin of, of grounded when it comes to punishment mm -hmm. as a kid. And it's actually an aviation term when you think about it. It's grounded aircraft, which was like, oh, that makes sense. Yes. But then it got me thinking... How often were you grounded as a kid? I don't remember ever really being grounded. I don't think that was really? a punishment that my parents employed. Did you get employed. the belt instead? Or? <laughs> no, not not quite that oh, far. Okay, but. <laughs> all right. But they didn't go for grounding you No, I don't way. think so. But I remember friends being grounded. Yep. Yeah, I can't come out, I'm grounded. Totally, you know? yeah. I remember like th threats of grounded or maybe being grounded. But then like they'd forget or they wouldn't follow through. Because it's a tough punishment to it really is. enforce. Yeah. So have this miserable kid around the house then, right? I know. So, well, it got me thinking, I was like, is that even allowed anymore? Like, if you go and confine your child to their room, is somebody going to call child services on you? Or I think within reason, you'd probably be okay. Can you imagine doing that to children these days, though, who are used to just constantly having electronics? Like, if you took away all of their electronics and put them in their room, what would they do? Well, I always thought grounding wasn't being confined to the room, but it was meant you weren't allowed to go out with your friends. It varied like, based on different people. For right. I, I had friends who, yeah, it was in your room, and then yeah, others is you're not allowed to go out. Sometimes it house was, arrest. You, yeah, you got you know all of your your phone and everything taken away for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. 
It's funny because you're right. I don't remember being grounded that much either. So it was obviously not a punishment my parents really employed. The odd time I remember not being able to go out with friends. So oh, that was kind of the extent of it for that a would day hurt. or two. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. See, I don't think I'll ever use grounding for my kids. What'll, be- what'll we use in, in its place? Well, because I want them going out. And playing with friends, right. you know, like that. Yeah. We, we're always trying to go out, right. explore the neighborhood, go play with other kids, like go go out with your friends. Like, I never even thought of that because that's more the growing concern now is that kids aren't going out. For sure. So yeah. it's not something that we want to discourage. Whenever we want to punish our kids, they lose screen time. I was about and to say, do you tell them. them to go outside? That's the punishment <laughs> now? No, you're confined to the outdoors. Get out there. Not outside. No. Anything but that. He's gone home. Yeah, taking away their screens is like the, right. the harshest punishment you can give to a kid these days. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, so... Oh my God! I'm just... We always have that lever to pull. What's the opposite the... of grounded? <laughs> what is the opposite? You have to of take flight. <laughs> Go take flight. Get outside and spread your wings. <laughs> yeah! The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw this great video on my feed yesterday. So every year in Kamloops, there's a big powwow held, and there's twenty thousand guests that come and a thousand dancers that compete. Oh, that's cool! And at this powwow, they have an event called the Caucasian Classic. Oh, my God. Where non-Indigenous dancers compete against each other. Okay, I need to be part of this. <laughs> and I think I think the purpose is kind of for a laugh. Well, I'd hope so. Because like, the movies I, that I saw were not good. I'm not good. a good dancer. Oh, that's <laughs> and, amazing. Like, it, everyone looked pretty whooped, so I'm not sure if it's like an endurance thing, like how long they've been going. That is hilarious. But the whole concept to me is super funny. That's like, great. They have a powwow and have this like... Yeah, <laughs> this side category of people who can't dance, just bad <laughs> dancing over there. All the white people. Oh, you're not good. Oh man, it was That's good. Awesome. And it wasn't just white people dancing. It was just anybody who anyway. wasn't indigenous. But it's called the Caucasian classic. And I was like, That's, That's the funniest thing in the world. Amazing. Like, I wonder what the prize is. I wonder. <laughs> Oh, man. I think not only is it funny, but I think the world is just a better place when we can all kind of poke fun at each other. Totally. And this is just a prime example of that. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Here's another thing you'll never look cool doing. What's that, Shauna? And this is kind of a new age one because it's not exactly something that you can see people doing. But somebody hitting reply all when they don't mean to on a work email. Never going to look cool doing that. And there's no way to play it cool either. No. Because if you like send a funny follow up, then you've done it twice. Yep. Terrible. You you just have to kind of let it go after that. You just have to pretend it never happened. Chalk it up as a loss and move on. Uh, And along with that, uh, not attaching an email or attaching an attachment of some sort. Also a tough look, isn't it? Yeah. You do that. And again, people are like, "Uh, excuse me, the (laughs) attachment is not there. And you're like, oh, damn it. There's really no way to play that cool, is it? No, there? no. Even think of, like, think of Lenny Kravitz, who you use as <laughs> the coolest person ever. Think of Lenny Kravitz replying all accidentally. Not cool. Yeah. Not like, even on, for Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> come on, man. Like, Idiot, come on. <laughs> Especially because it's always something super petty, and the whole company now gets that email, and it's like, oh, come on. And it's funny because, I mean, even if it's somebody that you like in the company, you're still irritated. You still are. And then if it's someone you don't like, you're... <laughs> 
it just like reinforces why you don't like them. Well, right? and then there's other people who double down on it by replying all to the reply alls, and you're oh. just like, what is, what are you doing? It just gets ugly at that point. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. a mess. There really the is shoot. no way to play that cool. You're nope. right. Not even Lenny Kravitz could do it. No, we couldn't. If I got an accidental reply all email from Lenny Kravitz right now, I'd be a little annoyed. It would drop him down significantly <laughs> in my cool You've voice. been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.